Welcome to it. This is Untapped Talent right here on cliffcentral.com. It's a few minutes past nine. Thank you so much for having us on. My name is Sia Sangweni Finn, and I'm joined by extraordinary ladies. It's like the thing today, just cool ladies, get into my face. We're all about conversations this morning, and that's exactly why I have them on. I have, you know, I don't even want to call her a comedian first and foremost. She's like a... A bit of a thespian slash impresario slash like talented awesome person, uh, Lindsay Msimang. And I think she's absolutely awesome because I've just become addicted, uh, with MTV's You Got Got and she's Ooh. making great, great waves on that show <laughs> because even when I re- don't remember to watch the actual episode, I see it trending and that's my reminder. And then a little later on in the show, I'll also be joined by an actor as well. She goes by the name of Didi Makobani, who's listen, Mark your calendars. 8 p.m. this Sunday in Zanzi Magic. You know how Sunday night Twitter is, people. You just want to be there and watch her. She's in a new series. It's called Yala. So I'll be chatting to them and getting the conversation underway on Untapped Talent this morning. But if you ever feel like you want to join in on the, on the conversation, you know, you can always tweet us at cliffcentral.com, at Sia underscore SF. And of course, you can be on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. All you have to do is tap uh, connect and message to show. Even I need to, even I have to think about that for a second. Like, how are you going to talk to us again? Right. Now that that's all done and dusted, let's get the show and no, this is untapped talent. Unreal, uncensored, unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Let us kick the show off. Lindsay, good morning. How are you doing? I am fantabulous. How are you? And you are, Shem. Ooh, you are. Thank you. Even this, you, you're fantabulous, you know? You, you, you know, let us Ish. devote the next hour to just throwing. I'm joking. <laughs> Just no, you're awesome. No, you're yeah. awesome. No, you're awesome. No, that you're awesome. That would make such a great show. Like, I have no idea It'll why. for days. I don't understand why no one has put it in the plans yet. No. Listen, how do I begin to describe who you are? How do you describe yourself? Well, I am an all-round entertainer. As mm-hmm. you said, not just a comedian. I, I do pranks. I act. I present. I write. I'm yeah. just, you know, just... Yeah, the next, the next jack of all trades. Ooh. Yeah, or jack, jackass. Jack, jack, Jill. Jill. Yeah, I Jill. Because <laughs> I was like, jackass. I also remembered, I was like, hold on. There was Jack and someone else who went up a hill. Um, do you see it? Totally side notes. Do you see yourself egotting one day? Because I see you doing that. Egotting is winning an, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Yes. I see you as like a Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, yes, definitely. That's and that's the ultimate dream. We can listen to this podcast in like 40 years and you can be like, Sia, <laughs> be like, Sia you I were told right. You. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so where did it all start off with you? Um, so when I was younger, I've always loved drama and the arts. Yeah. Um, and my mom picked it up when, when I was younger and she was like, you know what? Let's just put this, this girl in every single art thing that has to do with the school. Were you always the loud one at family gatherings? Yeah, I was always the one making songs. You were living for your birthday laugh. every year yeah. because the attention was all on you. <laughs> it was like, ah, oh, no, that, yeah, it has to be on me. I see so, this. I see this. Yeah, it was just one of those things. And I, I never, I never really knew where to, where to channel all my artistic energy. Yeah. And then my mom just decided, you know what? You should try an art art school um but art schools were very expensive so uh-huh. she found the best school that had art Arts in it, in it. yeah, yeah, just yeah. even though i failed maths but <laughs> my drama is very good and that's fine you can be a thespian without trigonometry you know what i'm it's saying one of those things. do you remember like your first performance like did you have like a poem or did you have a role in a play that was like yeah this is it this is what i want to do 
It was actually a poem, actually. Was it? Yeah, my my first first performance ever was actually a poem in a play. Uh huh. So um, they asked me to to audition for a play, and they were like, "Ah, oh, you're a bit too young for what we're doing now." Because was this still at school? Yeah, this was still at school. Uh-huh. And then yeah, because like I was still in primary, and I was I was doing something that was supposed to be for grade sevens, and here I am as a grade three. So you already pushed <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, you know what? I want to be in this play. And then yeah, they were they were just like, okay, we're gonna give you a small role, and I, I performed a, a poem, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's when the love of performing started. So grade three, you were like probably nine, nine, ten, ten yeah. And yeah. that was that first. That was seed the first of like, step. I definitely want to do this. Yeah, yeah. And so did you then go back to the parentals and the family? Like, okay, listen. This is it, art school yes. for the win. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do. At first, my parents were like, ah, you know, just, you know, push the accounting, push the, the yeah. science, push all of that stuff. You'll never know. And I was like, good idea. And then after matric, I was like, that's it. I'm going to a drama school. I'm, I'm going to a film school. Yeah. I'm doing this. And yeah, in film school, I found the comedy in me. And then, yeah, boom. So what did you study at film school? I studied writing, directing, um, Editing and acting. Shucks. Yeah. And why was it important for you to cover those? Um, well, initially I wanted to do acting, but mm-hmm. they, they advise that you do a whole lot of other stuff outside of acting just so that you have extra skills. Yeah. Um, because sometimes acting roles are not guaranteed or directing roles are not guaranteed. So you can have your finger in everything. And the yeah. more you know, the better, yeah, I think, in this industry yeah. as well. Yeah. And let's explain this comedy path because for me, I think I can understand acting because yes. you're in a role and you know you can embody someone else and yes. you know what Didi can tell us all about it a little later yeah. but comedy is like hey it's your I, I sort of can crack a joke I can throw in a punchline and I think I'm funny enough <laughs> in your mind you know <laughs> how where do you go from the point of like you know what I can be I can a comedian not just I'm a funny person ooh it's not easy hey it's, it's a matter of taking it to the stage and yeah. seeing and see if all of this that's in my mind, is mm. it worthy enough for the people? And sometimes it's not worthy. I've, I've seen things out. I've seen flames, eh? I've seen Yassi bombs. You know, you know when you're like watching what? Mississippi burning what? on stage. You know? <laughs> it's just like a it's just like, for me. <laughs> like, how did this happen? How did this happen? Why? Did, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, how I started, I was, I was in film school and, a friend of mine and I, whilst we were supposed to be listening to a lecture, which of course was not your <laughs> main not, priority. We're not, or yeah, focus, we're not yeah. doing that. <laughs> we were watching uh, Cat Williams instead because because yes, <laughs> yes. we pretended. Yeah, we're taking notes on the laptop. No, we are watching Cat Williams. Yeah. And my friend said, "You know, you're actually very funny. Try this thing." And I was like, "No, no, no, I can't do it." Wow. So for support, he was like, "Okay, I'll do it with you, but whoever gets the laughs must stay." He went on bombed for. Days. So you saw him <laughs> I saw. die in front of you. And he was first. So that must have been such yo, a great confidence was, booster. I was like, okay, you know what? Let's let's do this. Yeah. And I went on. People laughed. It wasn't a big laugh because obviously I still didn't know the techniques of comedy. Yeah. But he was like, they laughed. What do you? you what was your routine? Do you remember it? What is it called, by the way? Is it a routine? Is it a? Uh, I think it's, it's not a monologue. A no, yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's not a monologue. It's not. It's not wherefore out thou. No. <laughs> thank you for making me seem cool. Now it's a set. I totally knew that. Yeah. My first set was about me working in 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 this in this English school, an online English school. So okay. I was teaching people. English online. Was that really what you're doing? Yeah, Chinese people online. No, yeah. Shut up. 
No, seriously. Why is it that comedians <laughs> always start off doing like the weirdest thing? The weirdest things? thing ever. You couldn't just start off as like a PA no, admin person. No, no you had to teach simple. someone in Asia <laughs> English. Yes, and you had to hear things like, Tisha, everybody make murder. <laughs> and you're like, no, that sentence says mistake. That's, <laughs> it's not murder, it's mistake. Okay, yeah, let's say. <laughs> That is absolutely <laughs> classic. And people resonated with that. People yeah, were laughing. People were laughing and they were like, wow, I can't believe someone would change mistake to murder. And yeah. yeah. So I was talking about that and it worked. <laughs> you mentioned technique, comedy technique uh, yeah. a little while ago. What does that mean? Because um, we see a set, now that I know the yeah, word, yeah. we see a set and it's just entertaining and it seems almost effortless or flawless and natural. Meanwhile, there's a lot of boxes there's a lot of to work, tick off, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So what are some of those techniques that we don't know about? Um, take any any simple joke, like a knock-knock joke. It has three parts to it. There's an introduction, a body, and a punchline. Uh-huh. So those that's the technique that you need to, to work your way into. So if you're telling a story... Sometimes your your introduction has to have a little bit of punchlines okay. in case you're telling telling like this long boring story. You don't want people to look at you and go, mm, "Okay, w- what is she getting at?" Nice speech. Um, yeah. you should be a politician. You know, <laughs> like it's wow, that would you know, be the worst yeah, thing that would to be hear. the worst thing to hear. So it's it's all about you know knowing that this is my intro, this is my body, and the punchline is the thing that makes it go what? Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. want that, you that's, want it to progress, to yeah. escalate. Yeah. To, okay. So on that note, let me try something out. I think you're the perfect person. Um, awesome. I, you know, I I don't think I'm funny in English. That's, I don't that's... think I'm funny even in Vinak. You know, I'm Zulu. <laughs> I don't think I'm funny in Vinak. I think I might have hope in Afrikaans. Okay, you ready <laughs> oh, for this? I'm terrible in Afrikaans. No, but it's a knock-knock joke in okay, Afrikaans. Okay, okay, let's, okay, let's so, try it. Glop, glop. Vis dar, right? Lumpy cray. Lumpy cray v. <laughs> Do you think this is my calling? Let's be that person to tell knock, me. Knock jokes for you, see okay, the best. <laughs> He's actually trying. Okay, can I try one more? Because this is yes. becoming so pathetic, but I love it. Glop, glop. V star. Bonjo. Bonjo. I'm available for bookings. Every night, stand up. The Daily Show with Sia Sanguinifin. <laughs> Moving on. So you see, it doesn't have the, that technique you were speaking of. Yes, it does. Exactly. It does. It's it's that thing of you setting it up, uh-huh. there's a body, and then the punchline is just there on Thank its you. own. Thank you. You yeah. know, I think you can be my agent <laughs> on this one. Um, but how do you navigate the comedy scene in South Africa? Where's like the ultimate place to perform? You know, because abroad, you know, there's the Apollo and everyone yes. wants to be at the Apollo or everyone wants to, I think, you know, just perform a monologue at a, a late night show in America. Yes. What's like that bar that everyone in South Africa wants to reach? Um, theaters, definitely. So mm-hmm. things like Lyric Theater, the Teatro, uh, even in, 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 in Cape Town, the Artscape, you yeah. know, the Playhouse in Durban, just Theater, theater, theater. And there's, there's a lot of things that are happening. Like you find the kings and queens of comedy. Mm. You find the, um, what's the show by Wacked? I'll remember just now. Yes. Cause uh, I know the Blacks Only by yeah, David Gao. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. of these festivals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's definitely what you've done and a half. Let me just go through yeah. your repertoire again because 
Shenmue impressive. Nando's Comedy Festival, Soweto Comedy Festival, Opening Guys Live yes. Show, the Triple O Comedy, 99% Zulu Comedy. As I was saying at the Joburg Theatre, Lord Make Me Laugh, Pretoria Comedy Festival, and the list goes, goes on. on and on and on. Was that just your mission? Yes. Because as yes. a comedian, I think as much as you can promote yourself on social media, etc., etc., people have to see you. People have to get people your energy. People have to say... Who's that person? Uh-huh. Yeah, people have to do that. And and it, it takes a lot of work to get people like David Gao to say, hey, come on to Blackstone. Wow. It takes a lot of work for people like the Nando's guys to say, hey, come to Mass Hysteria. There's the yes. name. Yes, and I, and I just saw the billboard, <laughs> the poster in my head as soon as you mentioned yes, it as well. Yes. There's like... Uh, Chester missing, Chester missing and yeah, and they're all, all there. Those, yeah, Thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it, it takes it takes some time to to get to that point where they're like, you know what, you have something. Come do even if it's a five. Yeah. Even if you, you if you do a five minutes, it takes yo, it takes quite some time. And it it yo, you just need to work on your technique, work on being funny. Because I've noticed some people are funny when they're talking. Uh huh. And then like to say, here's now five minutes, yeah, make us laugh yeah. is one thing more. I wouldn't call it an interaction per yeah, se, but yeah, to, yeah. As, yeah. If, as if like someone else brings it brings out of it. On, on, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Somewhere it's, between it's, the two of us, we made we sense. We made sense. <laughs> they will understand the people yes. out there. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, it made sense. Um, yeah. And what do you think sets you apart though? Because I think that's one of the things of, um, you know, Trevor now, I remember when he was doing a lot of stand up, it was, ah, that guy, mixed race, and then yeah. he was DW, the day walker. Yes. Do you think as a comedian, you have to focus on what sets you apart to actually be popular and be funny? Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, because as, I mean, as human beings, we're different. As much as there are many similarities, we're different. So mm-hmm. as, as a comedian, you need to find that thing that says you are you. Yeah. And yeah, as you said, Trevor Noah found that thing of, you know what, I'm half black, half white. Yeah. And I'm going to ride on that, you know. And a lot of people were saying like, oh, no, you know, Trevor's going around telling the exact same jokes all the time. I'm like, you guys, it makes Mm. sense. Even though in South Africa, we've heard it, he's going to go to Australia. And that common thread that's going to make people understand who he is, is talking about being mixed race. Or what's it called? Because I want to be politically correct. Mixed race. Biracial. Hey, (laughs) Kala. You must again. Yeah, Why just, are just, we? Let's be straightforward. You know what we mean. Don't tell us words. And what do you think uh, sets you apart and what makes audience resonate with you? Uh, so I grew up in Soweto, mm-hmm. but my mom took me to... Where about in Soweto? Because I feel like mm-hmm. it's a cool thing to now be like... <laughs> yeah, and from Soweto, even yeah. though you're not. Middlelands Zone 2. Ah, okay. <laughs> yes, okay. you see. Yes, yeah. yes. So I grew up in Soweto, but I went to a Jewish school, believe it or not. Shut up. <laughs> So I think is that, that the already school your mother was like <laughs> was like this is where we'll get yes com- yes, yes. yeah <laughs> yes and every once in a while you'd have to go to you know the synagogue you know all of that did you have to as yeah. well yeah you have to did you get religious holidays off as well yeah like we we just did that kudos to you even even though you're not jewish they're just like oh well just take the holiday but here's a real cherry on top yeah. did you get christian holidays off as well no okay. <laughs> i was about to say then you no. were in a sweet spot if you're getting ascension day and yom no. kippur off <laughs> i want like to a be month you off, guys let's party no 
Maybe you should have worked on that. I think that could have been something for you. So you draw from those experiences. Yeah, draw from those experiences and the contrast because the contrast is very different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like you go to, you go to Soweto and spring is summertime mm-hmm. and then you go to school and it's like, it's still spring. Okay. No, when, okay? when it's hot for us chocolate <laughs> to, people, it's hot. It's summer. It's summer. It's don't cold, tell it's us, winter. don't tell us about autumn no, if we have to put a jacket on. For who? For never, what? never, never, <laughs> never, never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have been a very colorful experience. Yeah, though. it was definitely, and wow. especially because because when I started started out in the school, I was like literally one of the three black people there. Oh wow! And then as the years went by, you could see the black people starting to seep in. Yeah, and it was like, oh, cool, welcome, guys. Oh, did you feel like We've the ringleader? We've been here for a while. <laughs> you were the ringleader of the black people. Like, let me show you the white people, thought, dude. Yes. <laughs> Let me show you the white people way. Okay, let me school okay, let me y'all. School you. <laughs> Lindsay, when you look back at your career thus far, what have been what has been like your standout performance? Stand out it has to be Comedy Central, which I did like a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. So comedy live at Comedy Central. It was amazing. Uh-huh. Like I think I was even sweating on stage because I was having that much fun. Wow. Yeah. So it but- was with that as well, the pressure though. Yes. You know, there's good pressure and then and there's, there's the sort of like, I'm about to have an anxiety attack yes. sort of pressure. Yes. How do you deal with that? Uh, you just go on stage and you hope for the best. You have and to you do, do it. You do your best. Uh-huh. You just have to do it. You know, uh, every once in a while I felt like taking a shit, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste time. It's one of those toilet. things. You just you have know, to do just it. Just forcing something that's not there. No. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us those visuals right now. But uh, what do you know about reading an audience? That's why I say like comedy is so, so tricky. Yeah. Because if you are at a corporate gig, for example, yeah. and there you are people in suits and ties, you can't... You, you don't you, know if they're fun or yeah. they're serious. Yeah. So what do you know about reading an audience and what have you learned about reading an audience? Um, I've usually learned that your first joke mm-hmm. dictates what your audience is. So if you tell a certain joke, let's say you tell a witty joke, like okay. a, one of those very nerdy jokes, and the people don't laugh, then you know that, okay, they look like nerds, but they're not. So let's scratch, let's scratch that list that off. that list off and go this way. Yeah. Or if you tell something that's very ghetto, and people are like, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I don't relate no, I don't to having relate to, to sit on the hot on little the hot, strap in a taxi. No, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. No, we know that. Know. Then you know, oh, okay, pull out the Jewish jokes. <laughs> Maybe you'll understand that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever like bombed out on stage? What, Ooh, what, yes. What's the term? Dead? Have you, have you ever dead. died? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've died on stage and the first death was, yeah, it was traumatic because, wow. yeah, from, from starting from the beginning until uh-huh. my, my death. I've been doing very well. Uh-huh. So there was this ego thing, like, yeah, me, I'm the boss. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the comedy gods were like, we'll show you flames. Boom. <laughs> and Do you still remember the moment? What was it? I, I, I did. You know, you know, when you're talking t- to people and there's, and there's no laughter to a point mm, that they mm, talk mm, to mm, each mm, other. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Not even a, let's try and see what you'll so, say. So now they're completely over now you and they're almost like, like yeah, cringing for. No, Lindsay. <laughs> seriously. No. Seriously, seriously. And I was like, you know what? Now I need to decide. Am I in this thing uh-huh. or am I not? Yo, what do you do? Do you like commit or are you just like, you know what? Screw the three other minutes. I'm out of here and you're gone. The first time I was just like, you know what? I'm off. Because clearly I can't, I can't win anyone. Yeah. And uh, when I when I got off 
fortunately, the owner of the club was like, listen, you bombed. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yeah. I still bomb. I've been doing this for 20 plus years. Okay, so they are forgiving in yeah, that sense. Yeah, And um, he was like, you must decide now. Do you want to stay or do you want to go? I suggest you stay because you're quite talented. Yeah. But you must decide. And just work on your content. That's it. Yeah, hey, yeah. and ain't that the truth? Because, listen, Missy, if you were not confident, you wouldn't have landed this role yeah. on MTV's yes. You've Got God. Yes. So I heard a lot about the show that was really, really drummed up. And I was like, eh, is it like similar to punk? And what are they going mm. to do? <laughs> and I don't really know if this works for South Africa. And yeah. there was, from the get-go, the first episode, having Tall Asma as like the, the anchor of the of show. The show yes. And to see the situations and it's so South African as well. Extremely. And the cast. How yeah. let's let's talk about how you actually got onto the show. What is the pr- process like? Did you have to audition? Um so I knew Megan from AFTA. Uh-huh. Megan the, is one the, of the, the, producer. Pro- yeah. the producer of the, the show. The producer of uh-huh. the show. I knew her from AFTA and she called me up one day and she was like, Listen, MTV wants to do this this show called You Got Got mm-hmm. and they want us to bring in people. Do you mind coming through, talking to them, maybe doing an audition tape? And so my audition was shoot a prank. Yeah, because I was going to say yeah. you can't necessarily deliver a set. No, no, no. Cause, with cause, this type of show. Yeah. 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 So I had to, I had to shoot a prank for the pilot to, as a tester to see, do you guys want this show or not? And do you guys want these people or not? Yeah. And et cetera. And I did the prank and MTV was like, that girl, that, that has no boundaries. <laughs> we want her. She has no boundaries. <laughs> what is the prank and how far did you go? Um, so the prank was I'd, I'd ask someone for directions, uh-huh. like a guy for directions, yes. and then someone else comes and slaps my bum, and then I blame the <gasps> yes, guy. Yes, I've seen that yes, one. Yes, I've seen yes. that one. And they loved the Zulu guy who was, who was just like, No, put it. And that's all he kept sissy. <laughs> and I was just like, No, going. don't sissy me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I always get of? Because as much as I enjoy the show, I sit at home and I cringe and I go, What if someone gets so pissed off they slap you yes. or they punch you? you? You can't control that. Yeah, you can't control that. And when you guys scare you people, that. listen, I'll have to say, I'm the most pleasant, polite person. Scare me. I become and... a potty mouth. <laughs> My fists like are everywhere in the air. I cannot control myself. Are you never yeah. scared of that? I'm I'm always because I'm cringing on that. your behalf. <laughs> I'm always watchful for that, and I'm I'm actually amazed that no one has ever done anything hectic. Hectic, like yeah. I've had a shove. I've had like a little, you know, shoulder, yeah, you know, push. I've, not a full on, not a full assault. on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that. Do you at least have Which... a clause in your contract? <laughs> like a medical something, something, nyana. I hope I do, you know? I'm sure. Just, just, in, just investigate in, in the scale. Because, just in case. Next yeah. thing I get a blue eye and they're like, sorry, but you asked for it. But at least you made for good TV. <laughs> yes. That'll be the silver yes. lining. Uh, in this whole process, what has been your favorite uh, scenario though? Because I will have to say personally with you, yeah. uh, it will have to be you were in... Like Bromfontein. Yeah. And you were just going up to random guys like, hey, do you want to donate your sperm? Oh, yes. <laughs> you have great <laughs> eyes. I'd love my child to have eyes like yours. Can you donate your sperm? Oh, wow. 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 Um, that's actually my f- third favorite prank. Uh-huh. My second favorite is me pole dancing on people. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now that is another thing. I'm like, you should have just sat with yourself a bit and gone like, how will people react? How will people react? Yeah. Then I was like, you know what, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. 
And then your first favorite. And then my first favorite was rating weaves. Which, as a lady, I know oh. you do not touch the hair. But yes. I was like, this prank is going to work. And if I get slapped, I get slapped, guys. You have to make it work. <laughs> like, yeah. I just have to make it work. And I was out there rating people ones, zeros, minus st- one. I think like, you were standing in a co- university. Yes, it was yeah, at UG. On yeah. campus. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, other people don't understand. We chocolate people. My, my latest thing now is to tell girls, like, you know, black girls, if you get on my nerves, listen, Cece, I'll just like throw water on your hair. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> you know what? Justin G. <laughs> That's the best thing. So influences with this, do you get like, is Leon Schuster still a big thing? I'm not sure. Uh, is, oh, 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 do we get inspired by him for skits and? No, we, we don't because we, we want to, we want to target the younger audience. Mm. Leon Schuster's for, you know, Abu Mame too. Like. And full on, it, it very slapstick. Yeah, very, very, very like, slapstick. Like, oh, I've just slipped on a banana. No offense. No, I think, I, no, <laughs> no not, offense at all. In the middle of that, I was like, whoa, that is so <laughs> no, offensive and bitchy. Leon, if you're listening. No, no, no. <laughs> Like there's there's a market for that, yeah. but I think the way this is so relevant, I think yeah. like our parents don't necessarily understand this whole thing no, with the weaves fascination. No. My mom watches the show and she's like, "Yeah, that was nice." <laughs> and Didn't I'm like, "But me. you did not laugh. Did you laugh?" Ma? Yeah. Ah, isn't Meanwhile, then you get a tweet with someone saying Lindsay Alameo, and you're like, "That's yeah, a best like, compliment." That's, that's it. That's it. There we go. <laughs> Listen, Lindsay, I definitely want to continue the conversation with you a little later on in the show, but then I also want to bring in Didi Makobane, who's also an actress, just about to kick off a brand new show on Zanzi Magic. So you're not going anywhere, now? No, I'm staying. Okay, good. Until the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. You do know we don't have like a designated parking spot for you. No, but it's fine. I'll okay, park yeah, it's on fine. top of your car. It's Ish. fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the madness continues. That's the best way to explain it right here on Untapped Talent. At Sibanya Gold, we believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today. Which is why we have partnered with the Leadership Platform to nurture leaders who are committed to growing our country's economy. We are proud to say it's an initiative that's already showing glittering results. Sibanya Gold. We are one. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com this is Untapped Talents right here on Cliff Central with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn. Still continuing the conversation. We were chatting a little earlier to Lindsay, who yes. we know is a... Born performer, uh, always has been funny, was one of the few black people at a Jewish school, <laughs> and is now ruling theater. <laughs> from theater. It's, 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 I started off the show going, like, how would you describe it? Now I'm describing now you're you. describing. There we the go. black girl who went to a Jewish school <laughs> and is now owning it. Uh, but we're also now joined by someone else. And, you know, someone, I think I was chatting to you a little earlier, and I said, like, wow, Didi, you have channel hopped. But good on you, because if you want to be a success in this country, you have to do it. Uh, Didi is, is an actress, so she started off uh, on ETV with the series Mzanti um, Love, Ikasi, you know, Kasi Style, our stories in 2012. Then you moved on to, help me out with this, you moved on to SABC1 yes. afterwards, and you were doing? Intersections 2. Mm, as that spicy role. Yeah, ish, ish, that spicy Hi, girl. Yeah, she was just a very sexually... Expressive That's a politically correct term Yeah I mean look She was just Why are we hiding whore Why are we No 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 no. She wasn't a whore She was just She was just very uh, Um 
Yeah. Generous. Uh, <laughs> Generous with, with her lady bits. Uh, you know <laughs> what? <laughs> she's an entrepreneur. That's she, m- that's she had what a business ha- plan. She yeah. had a steady man and she had a sugar daddy and she would use money from the sugar daddy yes. on her steady man who was still trying to make it. You know, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So yo. some people may judge, but some people may think this is a good business plan. I personally don't think it's a good business plan, but I'm not here to judge. Okay. <laughs> you moved on to your other notable roles here, then everywhere. But then now, uh, coming to you this Sunday on Zanzi Magic DSTV channel 161, you're premiering on Yalla at 8 p.m. How are you yes. doing, Didi? I am good. Thank you I'm so much good. for stopping by this morning. Thank you for having me. Are you like, you're the true thespian. I see it in you. <laughs> I feel like yes. Didi's the type who will gain weight for a role. You will shave your head and you don't really care. Probably, yeah. When did you get this acting bug of yours? Yo, the acting bug bit me from a very young age. I think when I was in primary school already, I mm-hmm. knew I wanted to act. And then I spoke to my parents. I was like, guys, mom, please go to National School of the Arts and stuff. Ah. And like study acting. Yeah. And, you know, my mom was a bit um, edgy about it at first. Yeah. But... I think she really sat down with herself and she, she saw how passionate I was mm-hmm. also during school plays and whatever. I was, you know, always in there and ready to be involved. And she's like, ah, why not? I bet you were the girl. You were like, ain't nobody got time for being a tree. I gotta be <laughs> Nancy. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you're not going to make me a tree. Not with, I've, I had too much to say. And you know, I just, I was this ball of energy. Uh-huh. And I always knew I wanted to be an entertainer. Yeah. And I always knew I wanted to either be, you know, in front of the camera or on stage yeah. or both, which has been, you know, it's, it's, it's the it's journey now. The journey yeah. now. And yeah, so that happened and. And no, you did make it to NSA, the National School of the Arts. I did make it to NSA. Did you guys sing in the corridors? We did. We, we sang all the time. Did you have choreographed musical numbers? Like if a teacher sprung up a surprise test on you, you were like, no, miss, no, we ain't gonna do the test. No, miss. I literally feel like this is what NSA would be. Cause I grew up in Durban. Yeah. And I was like, if I could choose a school, even though NSA is so far, I would love to go to NSA. Yeah. It was a dream. Cause it was around the time of like high school musical for me. And I was like, ah. That's what they do. Yo, they when, when I got to NSA, song. like my first day there was a complete culture shock because it was like a high school movie. You know those high school movies we used to watch? Yes. It was exactly like that, except we were wearing uniform and even the uniform was remixed and yes, you know, says. it was, it was a turn up. Like I had, I properly turned up for five years. So just with that, were you, where were you with the clicks in high school? Were you the um, mean girl? No, well, ish. Let's expose you now. No, see what had happened <laughs> was, <laughs> they were the, the, the were popular girls. And then a couple of friends and myself decided, guys, let's start our own clique, Loro. Now we can also be cool if we wanna. Let me know. guess, you came up with a name for your group, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, what wow. were we called? Just, ish. Just, we, we had like five names because everyone, everyone wanted <laughs> it. was a squad. It was a squad. But yeah, our squad was like the scavengers. I don't know why. Scavengers. I don't know why. I don't know why. Let's be honest for a second. Lindsay, did you also go through a squad phase? No. <laughs> you're, you're, you're. We had to. I teased squads, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was Whereas one of those. <laughs> I was in a squad back in my day as well. Yeah. Believe it or not, now we called ourselves Soul Damage. Don't ask. 
Don't we we had a thing. I had I, I, I had, had no right to ask. No. Just <laughs> and when like a teacher would reprimand us, we'd all huddle into a corner, like you know, link up in arms. Yeah. Like, we're so damaged. We're damaged. We're da-. like just oh. hide ourselves out and then like leave it like you know, admit or whatever, whatever. Give us detention, but we're damaged. We're like, what is it? What is it? We thought we were cool. You, it's it, that is, that's what it is. At yeah. The, end of the, the day, it's just wanting to be cool. At least we grow out of it. Yeah. Thank, and thank you guys yeah. for doing that. <laughs> to, imagine you're in a clique, like in well in your now, 20s. Like, you like, know, guys. So oh my god, yeah. Hello, Hello, my name is Lindsay. I'm representing Ama Lions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, it was cool back then. All right. Yeah. I'm 26. I'm representing Ama No, guys. <laughs> It's it insane. was the thing back then. <laughs> it, it had to happen. Yeah. It had to happen back then. At least, Didi, you were productive, though, at NSA. Yes, yes, I really was. What I are some really of the productions was. you were involved, involved in back then? Oh, um, I did a, a production called After Mrs. Rochester. That was like one of the most challenging plays I'd ever been involved in. And I actually got a Sancta nomination for uh, Best Supporting What does that actress. mean, Sancta? It's the South African National Community Theatre Awards. Wow. Mm. wow, 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 wow. And even when she said, like, what did you mean? The role? I was like, I've never heard of that play, so it's clearly yeah. classy and deep. That is big. And then How I old did... were you when you won that award? I didn't win it. I was just nominated. Oh, nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was about 17 years old, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and then I also was involved in a play called Flipside, aka Ball, which is Blacks Against Whites. Okay. So basically the whole theme of the play was mass hysteria. And we're like, oh my gosh, what would happen if Mandela had to die? Uh, it would probably be like, you know, reverse racism and yeah. stuff. So it was initially an exam, but we did so well that we ended up going to the Grahamstown, um, Arts Festival. Arts Festival. And yeah, that was in high school. I did West Side Story as well. Uh-huh. That was yeah for my final yeah my 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 final year in high school. Mm. There was that. Yeah, but I feel like that must be to a certain extent your driving motivation in being an actor to be able to tell these stories of these situations. What would happen if Mandela would pass away back yeah. then? And you think of all these situations because really ultimately I feel like with theatre and acting you're, you are holding up a mirror to society. You are Definitely. making people think a certain way. And of course entertaining just flat out. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm sure with being a centre nominated somebody <laughs> that was when you were like family listen I'm going to go and study. Yeah. Uh, you studied a BA Dramatic Arts and you actually have an honours degree in that now. Yes. At VIDS. Yes. Shem, wow. Halala, Hi, thank you. Thank wow. you so much. Woman. Wow. I like to thank my mother and my no, father. Okay, not, a, not acceptance speech just why, why yet. Why do black people like shoutouts? Like, why? Because, <laughs> you know, we're representing. We grew up calling in radio jazz to be just, a Lukanza. Lukanza, yes. thanks. I don't know why. Because, like, the cool thing to say you heard me on radio, it's one of those. We yeah, can't get wow. out of it. Have you planned an acceptance speech, by the way? I have planned it, but I'm not going to... Where Where are we aiming? Is this like our Oscar acceptance speech? No, 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 no. The Oscar one, you're the Oscar one I haven't worked on. The Oscar one, I have to try and figure out how not to cry first. Oh, yeah. Bubble. Okay, okay. Um, but I'll practice enough with the <laughs> SAFTAs. I'll have enough practice with the SAFTAs and, you know, okay. other film awards and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. You know, um, there's this guy. He has two syllables in his name. Nah? It's mm-hmm. just very short. Not going to take enough time because 
a lot of time because I know like with acceptance speeches, it's cuts like 15 seconds or 30 seconds yeah. or something. <laughs> so this guy, Sia, ne? just Sia, it will flow out of your mouth. Maybe if you can put him on like, thank you, Sia from Cliff Central. Oh, yeah, just okay. cut down. Maybe Sia from CC okay. and I'll understand. No, it's fine. Can we work on that? We'll fagger you okay. in there. <laughs> we'll just yes. put in a shout it out loud for Sia. Like, yo, yo, yo. Thank you. Thank <laughs> oh, and Sia, bye. Yeah, that's, that's all I need. And I will so be happy. But I feel like as much as you studied or you went to NSA and you got your honors degree in dramatic arts, I don't think that adequately prepares you for waiting for castings, being rejected. How do you manage that? Um, I guess what I do is I just, I don't think about it. Mm -hmm. So I'll go to a casting and this is something that I've learned because I remember as a kid, I went, well, in high school, after I got an agent, yeah, I went for a casting and I waited for so long, guys, and I didn't get it. And like every day I was just, I was panicking. I was like, oh my gosh. And I had braces at the time. Oh, so it's just, so it just, nothing dismal. was working out for me. <laughs> and I remember calling them like a month later and I'm like, hi guys, did I get the advert? And yeah. they're like, babe, we shot that a long time ago. Ooh. Wow. So, so they didn't even get back to you yeah, to tell was, you. I didn't even get a call back. Wow. But what I've learned to do, um, well, this is now after varsity and, you know, after I harnessed my skills and I was actually ready now to go out into the big world mm. was I go, I go to an audition and as soon as I've done, uh, I'm done auditioning, I let go of it completely. How so, do you do that? I feel like that's easier said than done because you're really pouring your heart out yeah. there. And, you know, when you look at it realistically, this is a job, this is money, mm -hmm. this is, you know, Promoting and, you know, taking a step forward in your career. So how do you just go, Wusa, it's done. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Exactly that. Because if something is meant for you, it is meant for you. Regardless of whatever circumstances may come, if it's meant for you and it's yours, it will be yours. And yeah. nobody can take it away from you. And in the same token, if it's not yours, then, well, it's for somebody else. Yeah. And it's not like I'm the only actor in Joburg or in South Africa. And I may not be what they're looking for. And I need to learn how not to take that personally. Yeah. You know, because obviously a casting director sees something that they want in particular. Yeah. You know, but so. do you get to that point where you auditioned for Project X mm -hmm. and you didn't get it? Mm -hmm. And you now recognize a girl who was sitting next to you at oh, the audition yeah. and you can watch and you can be happy for her? I don't know about him. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch like I love that you're okay. honest though. I'm I honest. That you're I'm honest. honest. Especially if it's something that I wanted badly. Like oh. I'll be like, Yeah, she cute, but I could do it better. Yeah, man, you know? I'm I'm just cuter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then me. in the yeah. same token, um I watch some shows and I see uh, whoever got that role that I auditioned for and I'm like, you know what, actually this person does is executing mm -hmm. it perfectly and I would much rather this person have it than me, actually. And I, I get moments I'm like, actually, maybe it's a good thing that I didn't get it. Yeah. You know Lindsay, do you get to that point where you can be the bigger person and be happy for a person? Like, you know what? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, as as Didi said, you know, it's it's just a matter of if you're doing it, don't attach yourself too yeah. much to it. Wow. You know, so it's it's that thing of it might happen, it might not. If it does, yay. If it doesn't, yay. Moving on to the next thing. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, but when I see someone and I'm like, but yes, you wanted a dark girl. I think mm. I'm darker. Yeah. 
You guys are clearly bigger people. Because in my head, I'm now thinking, yo, uh-uh. Because performing in theater, the theater, you know, the stage is lit. Yeah, yeah. The audience isn't. And if I didn't get the job, I'd be sitting in the audience because you can't see me. And I'd be booing. Like, I'd yeah, be throwing hard. things on the <laughs> Bigger people. That is why you are making advances and I'm just sitting here chatting to you. Didi, have you ever, you know, uh, pictured your ultimate role that you'd like to have? Ooh, actually, mm-hmm. funny story. Um, when I did intersections, because it's something that's completely far-fetched from who I am. Yeah. I was I was really excited about it because I I'd always wanted to be like a bad girl and stuff. Yes, and I got to be a bad girl, and then after that I was like, "Who? I wonder what it would be like to play a younger role." And then on on Sticks and Stones, I actually got to play a seventeen year old, a feisty seventeen year old, mm-hmm. and nothing close to what I was when I was actually seventeen. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I get my moments. So I'm like, I'd love to play a role like this. And mm-hmm. I actually manifest it because they actually come to life. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still... I, I want to be a super villain, though. Like, villain as in kill someone or, like, just and be a B-I-T-C-H for no reason. Yeah. Just B-I-T-C-H, kill <laughs> somebody. You know, just... I want to be that girl. Um, I definitely would like to break away from the roles that I've done recently because they, 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 they're very similar in their nature. It's mm-hmm. always the feisty, ratchet chick who's opinionated and got a lot to say. So actually, um, apart from playing a villain, I, I would love to, um, really tap into a, a calm character, not too boring, but just a, a different side of what I've been playing thus far or the characters that I have been portraying thus yeah. far. Yeah. And so let's talk about this new character that you're about to play, Keke, ne? Mm. On Yala. So it premieres this Sunday on Zanzi Magic at 8 p.m. Yes. Ne? Uh, tell us more about her and the production as a whole. Keke, Mujim. <laughs> she has no words. <laughs> no, it's because every time I read my script, I'd be like, wow, what am I going to do with this girl? She is too much. Wow. You know? Um, but Keke, Keke is feisty as well. She, she doesn't take nonsense for shit. She yeah. is ready. She's always like logged on. You know what I'm saying? You come there. You can't tell her anything. You can't tell her anything. Cause she'll and tell you your business. <laughs> now. And she doesn't mind shame. You know, uh-huh. uh, she's very independent. She cares a lot for her best friend. That's, uh, I guess the only, the, the one person that we see her, uh, that we get to see Gigi's vulnerable side. Um, what did I say? My Over. sentence. Of, yeah, it's you, you, English. it's English. No, yeah, but really? basically you're saying, Keke is feisty. One of the people that she's very open with is her best it's friend. Her best okay. Friend. So then overall, what's the story? Where's the story set? What can we anticipate from the series? The story is, uh, has various settings. Um, it's, it's set in the mines. It's set in hostels. Um, it's set in, in a tavern, like those kinds of, is it present those times? Kind of, it is present times. Um, however, it does borrow from elements of, um, a, a, a somewhat forgotten culture uh-huh. called Marashi and you know these guys were seen as tyrants and gangsters and stuff um, mainly from the mines and so on and so forth and even though they got involved in a lot of you know nasty activity like selling drugs and yeah. you know uh, engaging with prostitutes and gangsterism and all sorts of things um, they they actually 
they actually protected their community. So they would be the taking matters into your own hands, especially during the apartheid regime where, uh-huh. you know, a lot of policemen weren't really involved with community-based crimes. So if if you were to steal from from you know a, a woman or or hurt a woman and the marashio got to find out about it your ass was in trouble basically marashio is like mafia yeah <laughs> oh, yeah translation yeah. it's just but, loosely oh, loose. yeah mara 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 mafia but actually yeah. actually <laughs> it's because it, well the the it's it, it was uh, developed by uh, Sutu migrants uh-huh. who came into south africa so like close close by nearing uh, um Promises like in, in South Africa. So your Valcoms and stuff like that. And they actually adopted that name from the Russians because they were so impressed with ah, Marashi. Marashi. Yeah. My people, we will ah. never be Uhuru. We are not that Uhuru. <laughs> we just take no. Russians. We just take, yeah, like I like it. I'm going to use Marashi. it. Marashi. Yeah. Did they eat Russian at all? Maybe it was <laughs> okay. their staple diet. Who knows? You know? Like, let's see how quickly you can eat this Russian before you become Listen, it's a 13 part, uh, 13 episodes, ne? Yeah. Have you guys wrapped shooting? Yes, we have wrapped. Oh, damn. You know, because I would have suggested, like, a long lost cousin for Keke. <laughs> and this, this cousin was in a Jewish boarding school. <laughs> and then in come Lindsay. Just, just telling just. business. You see? She must, Lindsay uh, wouldn't win with Keke, though. <laughs> Who do you think would have won? Nobody wins against Keke. So Keke is that girl. It's like the cookie. Because I'm going through an empire phase right now. She's like a cookie. You can't tell her anything. She'll cheat on her man in front of her man. And when her man tells her to not do that, she's like, no, babe. Get yours. Like, why are you letting other men touch me? I'm living my life. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I'm hot, boo. And she's that wretched hot. She's oh, a ratchet hot. Born. Like pink lipstick. Born. Where meanwhile girl. blue eyeshadow. Girl is a cat. I'm very excited. Cut jewelry. Like how mind cake. Just and we have tacky gold jewelry. Born. We don't care whether yeah, it's real gold or not. She's she's very good friends with the Chinese market because okay. This Sunday, the countdown begins. The countdown begins. But listen, ladies, I want to ask both of you this question. You know, know, one actress, one in comedy. Don't you feel like the world is becoming smaller and your ambitions can now be as high or as big as you want to? You know, in comedy, here we are. We're having our very own South African. Yes. In New York, I just think with Trevor Noah, the pinnacle for me, yes, you have a show, but to have your face on a New York cab. Yes. What's more American than that? And here you are now with uh, being an actress, Didi. And you have Terry Petter with the movie Ayanda, which mm-hmm. is opening in cinemas and now has been picked up for international distribution. Yeah. Hello, can we just have a moment, please? Ava DuVernay, who is a director, she directed Selma with Mum Oprah, you know, my mother mm. that everybody knows by now. Uh, she just hand-selected Terry Petter's movie for international yeah. distribution. That is that huge. That is huge. That's massive. That so is... here we are. We now, I feel like with you two, you can now dream whatever you want to yeah. and you can make it happen. Don't yeah. you feel the True same? True story. Definitely. 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 I mean... For for example, like Trevor Noah, I mm-hmm. mean, 
I'm sure it must have been very hard for him to break that market, but now it's broken. Mm-hmm. And now we can enter it and now we can just penetrate all of that. Just go in and yeah. go for gold. Because and you now have a person, it's not like, where are you from? It's like, no, sorry, I'm from, I'm, South, I'm Africa, from South Africa. Just oh, like Trevor. I, I know two people, Nelson Mandela <laughs> and Trevor. Oh my gosh, now I know three people. This is exciting. You know? <laughs> But, you know, in a weird way, okay, we'll just accept that we'll go with it. We'll fight. Yeah. And what about you, Didi? Yeah, I feel I, I feel the same way. I feel like, because, um, you know, when I was young, I'd be like, oh, my God, I want to be famous. And I want an Oscar. And I'm like, yeah. how am I going to do it? Like, I don't live in America and it's so far and stuff. But with everything that's happening, mm-hmm. it actually does show that, you know what, dreams come true. And it's not so hard to attain anymore. You mm-hmm. know, technology is also so advanced that it, it literally brings us close together. Exactly. You know, I mean, YouTube, I've got people watching me on yeah. YouTube, for example. People in London and like all over the world. And I'm just like, what? There are people in London watching me. You know, that's. Who recognize my talent. Who find me entertaining. So that definitely means that the world is definitely becoming smaller and the market is becoming easier to to penetrate and infiltrate, like uh, Lindsay said. So So what does that mean now for your aspirations? Five years' time for both of you. Where will we see you? Five years' time. Touring the world, mm-hmm. um, possibly doing a lot of comedy movies because I love dumb things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of they're people, dumb, a lot of people like criticize Kevin Hart for example, saying like, "Oh, no. he's so slapstick." No, no there, I love that. there's a place for it, and yeah. I find him refreshing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, so, and also, there's not a lot of women doing dumb things. Mm-hmm. You know, the the only one I can think of from the top of my head is um, that lady from the Heat flip, Wanda Sykes. No. No. No, 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 no. Yes, she's one of them. Definitely uh, one wait, of them. Wait, wait, wait. Then it's the fa- not yeah, the Queen Latifah. Lady. No. Kim, Kim, Kim White, Kim Whitley. Is that her? Yes, her. Is it, is yes, it Kim her. Whitley? Yeah, okay. yeah. So she's the only one from the top, like, that yeah. I think that is doing, like, proper yeah. comedy things, comedy acting. Whereas you'll find a lot of men out there doing mm. the comedy acting. Mm. So definitely doing, doing more, you know, comedy acting touring the world and yeah doing shows like trevor noah exactly who know who knows they might ask for another host it's an african contributor a writer who knows guys let's just punch (laughs) it out there we must make it happen and didi what about you five years time where can we see Um, you five years time i definitely love to see myself more involved with uh, feature films that are uh, showcased in festivals um, countrywide and around the world. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely what I'm tapping into right now. And yeah, just like literally seeing where life takes me, touring the world, like Lindsay said, and just doing amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And like you'll and be acting, doing on Sunday. Like I'll be doing on Sunday exactly. and doing more theater shows because, you know, that's also a deep rooted love that i have that's, that's, that's why where it all started thespian. you know what i'm saying so yeah just really spreading my wings and traveling the world doing what i love and spreading the love and that's just awesome. telling people that you can do it if you wanna that is awesome so listen <laughs> ladies thank you so much for stopping by this morning dd the countdown 
begins now, Sunday, 8 p.m. on Zanzi Magic DSTV 161. And then, Lindsay, are you involved with the Johannesburg International Comedy Festival? Yes, sir. 6th to the 8th of November. Yes, sir. And oh, where lovely. can people get more info on that? Um, so they can go to www.jicf. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to think. Johannesburg, yeah, Johannesburg International, International Comedy, Comedy Festival. Festival. Yes. <laughs> um, get all the details about where the shows are. I'll be performing at live on the 13th floor. So it's going to be in Bromfontein, just upside upstairs from neighbor goods awesome yeah okay. so i'll be performing with the likes of celeste and Dooley. love her and it's going to be amazing yes so, and then yes personal handles for both of you where can we follow you as well me on 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 twitter she had to think about that like <laughs> yeah uh, Conja, what? Conja Netwira. Like, Netwira, Instagram. <laughs> wait which one okay so uh twitter you can follow me at deedstar uh-huh. that's uh at d-e-e-d-s-t-a-r mm-hmm. and uh instagram it's dd underscore makobani perfect and what yeah. about you Lindsay? uh twitter lihe underscore msimang instagram lihe msimang facebook lihe Lindsay msimang okay <laughs> We'll just replay this podcast and get all the like correct terms and the uh, the I order. I gave there. you YouTube, but yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, stop somewhere it. in the middle. But listen, ladies, you guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you so much Thank for stopping so by much. this morning. Best of luck with everything between Yala on Sundays and you got gods. Like my day is done right now. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. My you. awesome guest for stopping by this morning. Most importantly, thank you for listening. We do this every single week, a Friday from nine till ten a.m. right on cliffcentral.com. Until next week. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. (laughs) Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.